thank you all for coming. Thank you all for coming. Um, those of you who know me, um, thank you. I like, really appreciate the support and you're coming out. So please, after the show, I definitely owe you a drink. So come find me by the bar and I'll make up a reason not to buy you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to buy one. Black people, we don't do rounds. Okay? <laughs> I'm not going to start right now. Okay? So we're not, don't, don't try it. Um, those of you who don't know me, um, we get into the show and you'll find out a little bit about me, right? So let's start off with where I'm from. Um, I'm Darren, I'm from a place called Harlow, Essex. Harlow the house. Yes, it's a very, um, very white town. <laughs> last census, 95% white. The other 5% just white people didn't understand the question. That <laughs> town is. Uh, my school didn't have much ethnic diversity in there. We had 40 ethnic minorities in my school, including one of my best friend, Danny, who is quarter Polish and three quarters English. <laughs> That's right, he was 100% white. He's a part of my black struggle though. He was, uh, so he's like, he's like, uh, the pain we go through as black men down the I'm with you all the way. I respect that, Danny, I respect that. No, um, but I was one of two black like, boys in my year. It was me and Two mixed race boys. <laughs> that's just maths and biology. Don't get upset by that. But racial stereotypes—they they worked to my favour at school. I was picked for every sports team, every sports team: football, rugby, girls netball. <laughs> I played goal defence. That's what I played. I just slapped on the week. That was the early two thousands. So you know. Had to kind of look like a woman before identifying as one. <laughs> no, I was good. I was good in gold I was mean. Little Hannah Thompson trying to pivot, get a shot away. I was like, no, Hannah! Get out of here. Out of here. She got to run to her teacher. It's unfair. They've got a boy in their team. Their teacher was like, um, don't call the big black girl boy. That's racist. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Trick. No, jokes on them, I was a boy. So, that's <laughs> no, cool, man. It's cool. I uh, never used to be rivalry when I was at school, though. Uh, my nearest sibling, she's 14 years older than me, making her older than most of my classmates' parents. James Smith, his mum didn't make it uh, to parents either once because she had detention. So. <laughs> Uh, unraced sex, it was a big thing in my town, in my school. Um, not something I participated in, mm -hmm. no. Um, not our choice. <laughs> it's just hard to lose something that no one else wants to fight. Is that like, Darren, you just dropped something out of your back. Yeah, it's my virginity. Yeah, pick it up. That's yours. <laughs> no one wanted it. No one wanted it, no. But no, so it, was, it, was a, it was a big thing in my school. So much so, we had an on-site STD clinic. <laughs> But we didn't have a fully staffed maths department. <laughs> Priorities. Right? Like, Don't worry about your A's and B's. Worry about your STDs. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Calculus. Close that. Syphilis. That's your. That's your issue. Uh, it's nuts. It was nuts, man. No, but you got. You got to avoid the worst STD of them all. And what is that? Age? You think? No. Unplanned pregnancy. That's the worst. Ooh, that's the worst. And upgrade that, you can have upward, which is unplanned pregnancy with a dickhead. Oh, jeez. Oh, 
this good medicine for AIDS, but come the dickhead child. Do you have a kid with a dickhead, right? Your child is biologically half dickhead. And you chose to reproduce with a dickhead, make that child full dickhead. Well, no, it's not very political in America right now. It's kind of handmaid's tale, isn't it? Trying to, uh, trying to ban abortion. 2019, trying to ban abortion. Crazy, man. And now what's the options? Pro-life, pro-choice. Pro-life, pro-choice. Can't lie, when I hear the options, they both sound like the right answer, innit? <laughs> like, you don't want to be on the other team. It's like, what? You anti-choice? No, I'm anti-life. Like, this is us. Yeah, which, which team do I pick? No, but if I had to pick a side, um, I would have to say I'm definitely pro-choice. It's 2019, I think women should have autonomy over the body. You can do what you want. I know, like, when I was a single guy, I really benefited from women doing what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the right guy, you slack. Definitely very choice. Definitely very choice. Because what's the limit now? It's like 24 weeks, isn't it? It's 20 I'm not sure if she'll be able to terminate that late. Like, not 24 weeks. I think she'll be around like 18 years. 18 years, man! I met some 17 year olds, like, nah, it's not too late for you to get aborted. It's like, what's this girl for me, Dad? No, 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 I'm so bad at choice. I'm pro-choice, man. I told you. I'm committed to it. I don't just say it. I don't just tweet it. I'm about that life. I'm about that. I'll perform the abortion on your 17 year old. I need that done. I'll do that. Well, no, like in this country, we've got Brexit going on. Um, still going on. Jeez. It's the end of October, isn't it? We've got they've got a decision to make. Um, let's put this in perspective, um, Brexit, right? End of October, this when it's going to end. I'm getting married at the beginning of October. Right. Woo! Yeah, getting married, getting married. This all started in 2016, the referendum. I didn't even know she existed in 2016. <laughs> all right? That's how long it's taken for this country to decide on if they want to be in and out of a union. I created my own in that time. <laughs> it's mad. And now Brexit is it's awkward. Like my town um, is a Brexit town. I had to Google that. I didn't want to just cast aspersions. And when I found out, Harlow is the top 20 constituency for Brexit League. Yeah, League folks. Um, so yeah, we're Premier League Brexit, come on! <laughs> no, Premier League, man, it's awkward. When I go back to my town and stuff, you're like, Darren, what are you doing here? So yeah. what? I voted Leaf, we wouldn't be back. <laughs> Just like, I don't want that, I don't want that. I'm here. You can't kick me out like that. Not that easy. Not that easy. <laughs> Well, no, but 2016, man, also in 2016, Harlow um, had four murders and six attempted murders, making it the murder capital of England and Wales. Woo. So, yeah, we were good, but not Scotland good. Like, come on, we're trying, to, we're trying to get up there. But it all culminated in one moment in 2016. It was the murder capital, had Brexit, kind of tension going on, and what ended up happening was I, I went home to visit my mum, she still lives in Harlow picked up a local newspaper. On the front of the paper, it said, five boys arrested in racist attack. And I read it, and I was shocked, because I've lived in Harlow for a big part of my life, and I've never seen racism get to that level. Bit of name calling? Yeah, 
by someone getting attacked? No. And as I was reading the article, the details of it was like more and more shocking. Like the age of the boys. The oldest attacker, 16. Youngest, 15. Five white boys decided to take out this attack, this aggression. And when I was reading the story, the details got more and more shocking. And the most shocking thing to me was that the victim was also white. Listen, that's how little racial diversity we have in my town. And even the race crimes are white on white. Do you know what's like? You're one of the few black people from a town, you open the newspaper, it says race attack. I was like, bro, was I there? <laughs> I don't remember being involved in this. I don't remember this. It's nuts, man. No, this country's bit, it's, it's weird. It doesn't always make you feel welcome to be here if you're a child of an immigrant or an immigrant. You know, like, even this weather today, it's, it's been dreadful. This went be summer, and this weather has got racist, did not it? It's reminding black and brown people, you're not from here. You're not built for this. Nah, sometimes the weather gets so bad, I've heard the wind blow, and it says, go back to where you come from. <laughs> It's a hostile condition. <laughs> now, where am I from? I'm from my mum's womb. And I can't go back there. Neither scientifically nor legally. I've done my research. Can't go back there. Uh, someone said to me, hey, Darren, you've got morally. Look, don't judge my life, all right? Don't judge my life. I like being in the womb. It's a comfortable time there, all right? Now, look, I was born by cesarean. Like, some of you that weren't, so I think I made the better choices in how I came into the world. <laughs> but no, but I also got a scar above my left eyebrow from the surgeon's scalpel from the cesarean. Yeah. So even before I was born, I was a victim of knife crime. <laughs> Came to the world as a statistic, man. That's horrible. <laughs> horrible. NHS is the gang that was after me. <laughs> Scary. In these streets, in these wards. Maternity wards are wild. <laughs> no, it was. Dumb. But um, then before the womb, where was I? Um, I was in my daddy's testicles. <laughs> yep, in his right testicle. <laughs> no, specific, but you've got to know where you're from, all right? You've got to know your roots. Right testicles, cool. It was, um, it was a bit cramped, admittedly. <laughs> but it was a simpler time. Because I used to be white. <laughs> and, um, my dad, soon my dad ejaculated, I lost all my white privilege. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, you didn't consent to that. I, I just, I that was good. We were going to cut that out. Hashtag me too. Uh, not yet. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. But where, where am I from? Where am I actually from? I'm from Jamaica. Uh, Jamaicans in the house, make some noise. Yeah, man. Uh, I say um, I'm from Jamaica. Um, my, my parents are from Jamaica. Now, the whole Windrush scandal made me have to clear that shit up. Man. It's like, get out, and I was born here, mate. Can't kick me out. Can't kick me out. But no, it's, uh, what that showed me, that window scandal, is just how many of my mum's friends who I thought were born here, they weren't born here. Just like, I was born here. It's like, come on, Errol. You know? <laughs> you know now. Like, no, I was, I was born here. So we saw the van outside your house. <laughs> Stop here. No, no, he's still like this. No, I was born in Hina. Hina? Where's Hina? Hina, England. Please tell me that's 
tell me that is not what they got in the form. That's how they got it. Feel like the form all wrong, man. That's nuts. No, but that generation, that Windrush generation, they are British. They, they are proper British. They are so British that they too don't like immigrants. It's nuts. She's an old Jamaican person. Oh, it's like. I cannot stand that Polish woman down the road. It's like, Polish woman? What? She, she's from Estonia. That's what we say, Polish. <laughs> not the same. Not the same. Not the same. Different countries. It's just that generation, though. They only have like four countries in their head. Like, and you see, it's like a Nigerian grandma. It's like, hey, the little Jamaican boy. He's like, nah, nah, he's from Trinidad. It's like, it's like I said, Jamaican. It's like, no, it's like no, no, but no, but I, I said I'm from, I'm from Jamaica. That's sorry, I should talk about the generation a little bit more. Like, what, what clocks like generation? How they don't like immigrants? It's kind of, it's kind of like a nightclub, right? Like once you're in the nightclub, you don't really care about the door policy, and you just care about what's going on at the bar, right? So they don't care. They don't want any more immigrants in. They, they like it there. But I am, uh, I am Jamaican. I'm very proud to be Jamaican, and um, I, I used to think I was Jamaican. That's how I identified as Jamaican. Because, you know, in Harlow, I was the most Jamaican person I knew outside my house, right? <laughs> but, oh, boy, that, that changed. That all changed when I went to Jamaica. Ooh. <laughs> Nothing shows you you're not Jamaican more than going to Jamaica. <laughs> First thing I said to me I went to Jamaica, Shut your mouth! <laughs> English boy! <laughs> that was passport control. <laughs> At Heathrow. So I was like, Janine from Sunderland, why are you talking to me like that? It's me. That's not nice. Now, I mean, I got to Jamaica and um, on the way to my cousin's house. Now, I say cousin, I, I don't know if we're related. You know, it's, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, your sister's, there's your family. It's like, hey, this is your cousin. It's like, he's Chinese. But I don't know. <laughs> They're your cousin, you're related. Right? Now I'm on my way to my cousin's house and I see wild dogs. Right? Some of you misheard me. You heard me say stray dogs. No. Wild dogs. These dogs were exactly where they wanted to be. Right? Dogs in Jamaica, they move different. They bark different. Dogs in Jamaica moving like this. <laughs> A wolf. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm English now. I'm not like, I'm English. I want to go home. Back to England. Right out the window. Right Turn around. Turn it around. Now I got to my cousin's house now, and they had a dog in the yard, and um, I thought, wow, I know what this is, this is an animal in a domestic setting, this is a pet! <laughs> I was thinking, I had my British lenses on, I was wrong. <laughs> I asked my cousin, uh, excuse me, what's the name of your dog? He looked at me and said, Liam? Liam Dog! <laughs> What's that? What, what's your cat called? It's like, puss. No! No! This is not acceptable. Someone needs to say something. So, no, and that's what I learned that in Jamaica they don't have pets, they have 
domestic workers. <laughs> Every animal has a job. It's like, dog, protect us. Puss, to catch mouse. That's it. Like, all have a job. All have a job, man. And then I grew up with this, this stereotype that, you know, black people don't like animals. Um, that, that's not true. Um, we just don't fucking love them. That's it. <laughs> Well, no, I, I, well, and the thing is, though, like, black people need to stop treating, like, every animal like it's a threat to your life. <laughs> you know, too many times I'll be, like, older black people going to someone's house and start screaming, like, LION! This is like, <laughs> we're in pets, where's the time? That's just a very furry cat, relax. Chill out, chill out. But the flip side though, white people, ah, uh, you need to stop treating every deadly animal like it's a pet. <laughs> no, let's, let's be honest, let's be honest. Right, let's honestly like it's all, let's all be together. So you're watching the news and you hear them say, two people have died three miles off the coast in a brutal and tragic shark attack. You know they're white. You just know. You know they're white. Let's just be honest. You know they're either white and they're fucking around with the shark, or they're Asian and they're trying to eat the shark. And you know I'm not talking about the brown Asians. Let's be honest. Don't pull back from me now, people. You know it's true. You know it's true. It's very, very true. And I, it annoys me when they describe it. It's like a tragedy. It's like. You were three miles off the coast. That's where sharks live. <laughs> and I was watching this documentary um, about the sharks and stuff, and they say, and they, and they go, we don't understand why shark attacks have increased over the past 10 years. In the same documentary, they made no links to this. They go, also what's increased in the past 10 years? Cage diving. <laughs> it's like, I'm dangling myself like food, but I don't know why people get eaten. <laughs> Saying this, if I ever watch the news and I find out that two black people have been attacked by a shark, I'm asking who brought sharks to Notting Hill Carnival? <laughs> Never are we going to get attacked in the sea. Never. Never. <coughs> well, no, holidays are cool. Um, you know, I, I said, I grew up in a very white town and stuff, so it's a lot of my friends, they grew up doing the holiday activities it's like camping. It's like, Darren, do you want to come camping? It's like, sleep outside. <laughs> You're free. That's called being homeless, bro. Not, not interested. Sadly, not interested. Uh, I, I just made me think of homeless people, man. Um, I, I did it earlier today on the way here. You, you know when you see a homeless person, before they even say anything, you just give it that. It's mean, isn't it? It's mean. I've got loads of money in my pocket. I want to give you anything. It's not even like, oh, you're going to spend it on booze and drugs. I just don't want to give you my money. I don't want to give anyone my money. So. No, but um, I went off track there. I just thought that was the funniest person. I shouldn't have robbed him. <laughs>
No, but um, no, it's talking about holidays as well. Yeah, so some of my friends, well, some of them went on really good holidays. I was jealous. Now I'd ask them each summer to go to a different place. Are we going to South? Ah, going Australia. We going to South Africa. Ah, Brazil. Darren, where are you going this summer? <laughs> Same place I go every summer, mate. <laughs> to the south of London. That's where I'm going. I'm going to visit my auntie in Lewisham. That's where I'm going to, going to spend my summer. No, it, it was sad. It was sad. Other than times I went to Jamaica, I always used to go to visit my cousins. Uh, my mum's side, they're in south-east London. My dad's side, north-west London. Um, and they're very proud of their areas. Very, very proud. Doesn't matter how shit their areas are. <laughs> very proud. So much so that I grew up thinking that I was mixed race. That's how hard they read their areas. Like, Where are you from? Well, I'm actually half Lewisham and half Kilburn. It's like, that's, not, that's not genetics, Darren. That's not, that's not how it works. No, man. But, no, um, but then I did end up going on better holidays and stuff. Um, an all-inclusive holiday. Who's ever been on an all-inclusive holiday? Make some noise. Yeah, all right, upmarket. Nice. Um, who, did you go on a proper all-inclusive or a shitty cheap one? <laughs> don't be embarrassed because I went on the shitty cheap one um, and if you don't know I'm going to tell you how you know whether we went on the shitty cheap one alright first thing everything is included but not everything you want included is there like you've been walking around the resort for four days it's like wait I swear I saw a swimming pool on the website where's that I ain't, I ain't seen that at all find out it's at the sister hotel like 40 miles down the road <laughs> And then also, all you can drink, but you just may not recognise any of those drinks. <laughs> and you look behind the bar, they've got vodka, <laughs> whiskey, <laughs> brandu. <laughs> I, no, I went to Shine on Shake and they had rum spelled R H U umlaut M. Come on, I'll make you sexy cocktails, nice cocktails. Like, you don't have the ingredients. <laughs> not going to make me a cocktail. You're going to make me another double brand do. I'm going to just sip on this. That's why I'm keeping sipping on this. No, don't, don't mess around. Well, no, it's, it's like holidays, it's strange. I find out a lot about myself when I go on holiday, like um, how British I am. Like, the things I get excited about when I go on holiday. Now, I can be in the most like historical, cultural place. Like this building that's been here for 70 um, hundred years, it's like this temple is the oldest temple. I'm like, yeah, alright, oh, great. Interesting, mate. And then just go down the road, it's like, it's that Norris pub. It's like, I don't want to go down that sacred river. It's like, yeah, but... Huddersfield's playing Bournemouth, so I need to... Priorities, priorities. You guys are in those teams, don't matter. I need to see that game. No, it's funny going on holiday, realising just like, where you're... That shows you where you're from as well, going on holiday, man. Like, um, how people identify me, like... And I go, oh, so, so where are you from? Like, oh, UK. And they kind of just look at me and just go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you've got to know where from. And sometimes, I think so, but for talking about Irish pubs, I love, I do love a pub. I do, oh, I love a pub. So much so that sometimes I forget that I'm black. <laughs> no, because sometimes I go into like those really rural pubs, now they've got England flags in the window, and it's not World Cup, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> 
know, I walk to the pub, the music stops. <laughs> Even the guy with his dog's looking at me, he's just like, oh. <laughs> Go to the bar, they're all confused. Like, oh, 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 hello. Oh, I don't see your type around too much. How can I help you? It's like, I'm in the pub. Like, give me a drink, please. Like, oh, okay, is that it? It's like, hey, give me the money! <laughs> I do remember when I went to a pub, right, and this went racism, like, it was really in my face. I know sometimes people, like, speak a lot of black people, I prefer racism being in my face so that I know where I stand, there's no bullshit. Not me, I'm not that kind of black guy. <laughs> no, please, please keep your racism subtle in your head. <laughs> keep me guessing. Right? Make me look paranoid about shit. Like, I prefer that. No, I'm in that guy's racist. I'm like, ah, Aaron, he just likes wearing a white hood. Leave him alone. Now I went to a pub with one of my friends and we was meeting his friend, Neil, at the bar. Right? And uh, as soon as I walked to the bar, Neil looks beyond our mutual friends and just goes, oh, who's this black bastard there? <laughs> <laughs> now me, like a dickhead, uh, I looked over both my shoulders. I'm like, oh, this, this black bastard is in our fucking pub. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot. Uh, and then, you know, saw a mirror, realised he was talking to me. And then I was like, oh shit. My friend senses the tension. Goes, oh, don't worry, Neil. He's alright. I'm alright! I'm alright! Racism, not an issue. Just me in the pub. All that could have been potentially mad. So Neil's like, oh, alright, alright, cool, alright, alright, fair. I'll get you a drink. I know what drink you want. You want some rum, don't you? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> it was a dickhead, innit? <laughs> but I did want rum. It's annoying, but it's political. I can't have it. I can't have it. So I'm like, Neil, piss off. He's like, alright, alright. Don't want rum. I know what drink you want. You want Guinness, don't you? Hide the black stuff. Hooray, banter! <laughs> Like, how does he keep guessing? Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, fuck you, Neil. And he's like, all right, all right, calm down. I'm gonna get you a drink. I'm get you a drink. Hey, barman, three beers. One for me, one for my mate, and one for his black friend. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ! And I was there thinking this is horrible, like, and this wouldn't have happened if I was here with like black friends, because. None of them would have offered to buy me a drink. I told you, it's not a Don't do rounds. Don't do rounds. Don't do rounds. That's where we are with racism, man. Racism, it's a bit, a bit crazy, isn't it? It's a bit crazy. Like, you can be in your face sometimes like that. Be a bit more subtle. For example, um, I, I always get stopped uh, for drugs. All the time, all the time. And I'm just like, it's, it's annoying, I'll be at like a party and stuff, and people will be like, who oh, got these drugs, mate, who's got these drugs? And I thought, right, this is annoying, this is racial profiling. And then, 
I realised that it wasn't because black people kept on asking for drugs. I'm like, what the fuck is it? And I realised that I suffer from resting stoned face. <laughs> now, I'm alert now, sort of. Let me just relax and I'll show you what my normal face looks like. Ready? <laughs> Of course I look like I've got drugs. Of course. I mean, so now I walk into rooms now with my eyes wide open. Like, you right, guys? It's like, different kind of drug. It's got way too high. What? It annoys me, like, very persistent people, like, give me, like, hey, oh, mate, you got any drugs? Like, no, I don't have it. Come on, mate, I know you've got some. Like, mate, I don't fucking have it. Come on, why don't you sell me some? It's like, I don't think you know how drug dealing works, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a very keen buyer. If I had some, I would definitely sell it. Please, fuck off. Jesus Christ. You can't invite your uncles to barbecue. Just like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. No, at shops as well. Oh, that's another time I suffer a bit of racism. Get followed around, especially sports shops. Staff think I'm there to nick trainers. So, I'm there to nick hats, but listen, <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not there to nick anything. In all seriousness, I went to university for four years. And after university, I've got like qualifications in finance. I've got fucking letters after my name, all right? So I didn't go through all of that to be accused of fucking nicking trainers from the sports shop, all right? I did it to commit big boy crimes like fraud. No, I want my respect. I don't want a shitty blue collar crime on my criminal record, no. You know, I'm embarrassed about being for my friends and family back home in Harlow. Oh, do you hear about Darren? Oh, what happened? Oh, got caught nicking trainers. Oh, that's terrible, that, innit? Oh, self through hard times, you see? Yeah, uh. Oh. <laughs> you hear about Darren? Oh, what? He got nicked for embezzling 60 million pounds. <laughs> He's always a smart boy, isn't he? <laughs> Can't wait for him to get out. Welcome home, Darren. He's <laughs> got some of that money left. <laughs> no, it's nice. So you commit like a blue collar crime. You, you need to be epic to get like a documentary in it. <laughs> you need to kill like everyone to get a documentary. <laughs> commit a white collar crime. Oh man, you can make more money after the prison. <laughs> I mean, you just go on TV, the little bullshit apologies. Like, I feel really bad. <laughs> taking all this money. <laughs> However, if you want to know the fine details of exactly how I did it, please buy my book for a try my It's just like, always just make more money. It pisses me off. But also, like in the world, um, racism, like on TV, for example, what happens? Oh, that's annoying. They have a, never have an even panel when they talk about race on TV, do they? It, it, you can see it from the setup, like, like Newsnight. And come on, it's like, on tonight's show, we have the head of anthropology from the University of Oxford, Dr. Smith. Also on tonight's show, we have the head of sociology from the University of Cambridge, Dr. Patel. And also on tonight's show, we have crime rapper Big Nasty. So who the hell was? That's the black guy. That's the only black guy that was available. No, you know what I'm joking. I remember when Barack Obama became president of the United States, first black president. Wow, amazing. Who did they have on this show? They had Michael Portillo, former MP. And they had fucking Dizzy Rascal. I mean, and they was like, Dizzy, would you want to run for Prime Minister? I was like, fuck off, you know, you know what you're doing. 
not a chance. Sad. Sad, man. No, racism is... It's like in policy as well, like... Europe's dominance on Africa is still like in policy. For example, um, do you know that France, to this day, still charges, like, effectively, 14 independent uh, African states attacks for the benefit of being colonised. That's just like robbing my house, leaving the invoice for removal services. So like, what are you doing? It's like, hey, 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 where are you going? That's my TV. Yes, but look how much space you now have on your wall. <laughs> and we've left an invoice on your coffee table, but uh, we will be taking that later. So, no. I'm doing that. But that's where we are racism. It's, um, you know, you say, just don't say the bad words. Don't say the bad words, you're not racist. And that isn't what it is. Now, that for black people, it's the N word. No. And you don't have to say the N word to be a racist. And flip side, if you do say the n-word sometimes, then boy, I can't help you. Like, shit, you're, you're fucked. If you're white and you're saying the n-word, I can't help you. I'm, I'm level four black and I'm not black enough to rescue you. That's, that's, no, I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to credit the black community to have a strong, nah. I'm a black guy from Essex. People already doubt my credentials. If I defend you, I get dangerously close to being kicked out of the race. Like, I'm already teetering on coconut territory. So, no, I can't, I can't arrest you. You need to get like a level eight black guy, a Jay-Z, to come and help you. But I can't, I can't help you, man. But no, it, it's, a weird, it's a weird one. Like, but I've got to admit that, I, I, although I'm level four, I still get invited to some of the meetings. Um, <laughs> no, I still get invited to some of the meetings, and we, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, white people. We, we, all black people have secret meetings and every few years we try to make a hit song that forces you to say the N-word. <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah, baby schools. And if you don't know, now you know. Oh, it's worse. Oh, it's really tense. It's really tense. It's like, all right, let's get, let's play. See something like this one white guy at parties having a great time. Play it. Yeah. Yeah. Kanye West comes, he took my money! And he's like, white guy's not if he's in the song. He's the yes. I'm not saying she a gold digger. And she ain't messing with the go on Callum. <laughs> Fucking damn. Fucking damn. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. But yeah, I've been to a few of those movies. Well no, um, <laughs> why, why do we say, why, why, why do white people sometimes ask me, you know, can, can I say the N-word? And I get it, I get why you want to say it. Because Americans have made it sound fucking cool. <laughs> let's be honest, let's be honest, alright? Listen, you hear my Essex voice? Hear my Essex voice here? I'm going to say the N-word, watch how tense it gets. Even though you can see my black face. <laughs> Actual voice. Uh, nigga. Wow. 
delicious. That, that sounds so nice. Nice. Ooh. Sweet, 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 sir. It sounds nice in certain accents, but I'm I'm old school man. I'm I'm born in the eighties. I didn't grow up with like British accents saying that word. Not even black people. I just didn't have that. And I think I'm still stuck in my ways. I don't like it. I don't like hearing it. Don't like even hearing it from black people. I don't even like hearing it from African Americans. Don't like the word. Right? And I've asked many African Americans, not video, others as well. Don't <laughs> yeah, we want to look at him. And I said, like, why do you say it? Why, why do you say it, man? And it's like. This baby, all the shit that we've been through, that's the least we can have, baby. You know? They, they put us with all this shit. It's our word now, man. That's the deal. It's our word. That's the deal. Think <laughs> <laughs> you got a bad deal, mate? <laughs> African-American did they send to the negotiations? <laughs> now after slavery ends, it's like, listen man, so we're gonna send you what we need. We need some land and shit. We need some money and yeah? some reparations or something, man. Like, I'm gonna go get that shit. People trust me. It's like, don't fuck this up. <laughs> I, I, I got this. Trust me, man. Always tell me I fuck up shit. Comes back 20 minutes later. So what he got us, man? You get us that land? Um, no, I didn't get the, did the land. <laughs> did he at least get us like a mule or something? Like, nah, man. I didn't get that shit. Alright, alright. What about some money? We, we could at least got some money, man. Nah, we didn't get no money. What, what the fuck you come back with? This is hot. This don't sound crazy, right? <laughs> Stop calling us it. Oh shit, I didn't check that one. <laughs> now they said we can have the word, but we just get to spell it different. That's it. That's nice. It's always weird, isn't it? Ah, like, oh, you said it with an E-R, oh, not, not an A at the end. It's like, it's, it's the same word. <laughs> it's the same word. It's not the same, it's spelled different. It's like, nah, it's, it's the same word. It's the same word. Well, right, well done, guys. We got through. We got through that joke. Well done. Uh, <laughs> It's gone differently each night, that joke. <laughs> well done, you guys did, you did well on that one. So let's, let's clear the room, let's clear the racial tension out of the room. Let's talk about something fun, like supermarkets. Yeah? <laughs> supermarkets. You know what you're doing in life? By what supermarket you live nearest to. Uh, I live between a Tesco and an Asda. I think that's about right where I am in life. And so it's my, my local supermarket, they, they don't have a self-service, they don't have uh, the bags out. They don't trust us. <laughs> they think we're going to steal the 10p bags. No, it's not because like, I'll be there to sell checkout and like, the little red lights on. It's like, oh God, I don't want anyone to come. I don't need help. I hate these machines. So, are you sure you've scanned everything, sir? It's like, yeah, obviously. Because it just says £40 on your thing. It's like, yeah, scanned everything. 
So yeah, but I'm looking there. Um, we've got a baguette. So yeah, some butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and two widescreen TVs. Is it so? Yeah, no, I, don't. <laughs> I didn't set the price. I didn't. Didn't do that. Didn't do that, man. But no, who um, no, who's been watching documentaries this year? Documentaries been a bit wild this year, haven't they? Um, no, I was watching like Kazim's one earlier about the Maddie McCann thing, and um, I too thought maybe the parents did it when I started watching the documentary. And oh, they did that documentary really well. They they convinced me that she might still be alive. And I was like, shit! I was watching. So we need to find this little girl. And so and I did a little Google for how old is she now? Like, how do you find us? And she's like 15 now. Then it came to my head, it's like, ah! I thought of a way we could find her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kelly. Please find our girls, Boko Haram. Mm. Little note, mate, found them, yeah? Um, so still, still missing, still missing. Even Disney shows little black girls that don't really like her, right? For example, um, you've seen uh, Princess and the Frog. You've yeah. seen that? Yeah. Well, so you've got all of these. Uh, so it's the first Disney film that actually had a black princess as the lead, right? Now, every Disney, Disney film, folklore, everyone knows that if you kiss a frog, you get a prince. What do you think happened to Princess Tiana when she kissed a frog? She turned into a frog. What? This is like, we don't rate you! Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. It's like, oh, I was thinking about when I, when I grew up and stuff um, like, in the world. There's, there's a lot of things going on in the world. Like, I kind of wish to talk about stuff that affects me directly. Um, sexuality, you know, um, that's one that doesn't really affect me. Uh, but I do remember when I was younger and uh, coming out to my parents as a cisgendered heterosexual man. And um, can't lie, my, my sister is shocked. She's still convinced I'm gay, even though I'm not getting married. But the thing is that I did grow up in a very gay world. Straight boy, gay world. And anyone who's roughly my age uh, will know that it was a pretty gay world we grew up in. For example, uh, one of my first loves, wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty gay. Nothing wrong with it. It was just very gay. Think about it, it was like 200 pound, muscle bound men, carved in oil, leather pants and knee high boots. Gay! And how do you win a wrestling match? lay on top of another dude for long enough or put a guy in a position that's so painful that he just cannot take it anymore. <laughs> Tuck it out. Tuck it out. And then why did we stop watching wrestling? Because we then found out that the contact 
wasn't real. We needed real man-on-man contact, <laughs> didn't we, we needed it. We need that man-on-man contact. So we started watching boxing, then UFC, because the pants are smaller. And then... <laughs> that, that's, that's why we're watching, right? That's what That's what I thought. And then let's think about why. Why are they fighting all these things? For a belt. Fashion. Okay. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. So good. But... I also thought about something, yeah, just about um, why I hate dolphins so much. <laughs> I know it's random, right? But I hate dolphins, but it just, just pops in my head why I hate them. Um, does anyone else love dolphins in here? Like them? Love them? I fucking hate dolphins. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a psychopath talking about this, but seriously, um, I can't stand it. Does someone else like dolphins? I want to know if you're with me. Yeah. Do you like them? Why do you like them? They're cute. They're cute. Really? It's been hard white people too long. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, the reason I hate dolphins, right, is because people always say, oh, they're really smart. Dolphins are really, really smart. Um, one, they breathe air. Two, they live underwater. Dumb. <laughs> Number two. They're fucking fish. Let's just let's just get this out there, right? They're fish. They look like a fish. They act like a fish. They're fish. No, you say that like when your niece comes home from school. It's like, I learned today that tomato is a fruit rather than a vegetable. It's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> Try and put a tomato in a dessert. Exactly. It's a vegetable. For no, for no reason. I hate dolphins. All right. You know when you go to the supermarket and you get a tin or tuna. What's it say on the side of the tuna? Dolphin friendly. How rude is that? No, it's rude. That's that's literally like the tuna's headstone. <laughs> it's, it's like the tuna's headstone, and you're gonna put dolphin friendly on the side. Nah, think about it. There is a tuna out there in the sea whose husband is not coming home. <laughs> the sea police have to go there and knock on their door. Yeah? We're like, <laughs> Mrs. Tuna. Yes, this is me. What's the problem? Uh, sorry, we just got something to tell you about. What are you doing? Is, is, is it my son? Did he skip school? Ha! <laughs> Shit, fish stroke. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's your husband. He's been uh, caught in a brutal fishing uh, accident and now he's been chopped up and crushed into a can. We don't know all the details, but we think his body might be soaking in brine or something like that. We don't know if he ends, but he's gone. She's like, oh, oh, no. Oh, how am I going to tell the kids? How am I going to go on, on by myself? Is it, don't worry, Mrs. Tuna. No dolphins were hurt. Fuck off! <laughs> but another reason I really hate dolphins is because orcas. Do you know what an orca is? Yeah. Killer whale. But an orca is a type of dolphin. See, dolphin propaganda is so good <laughs> that they've got us convinced that killer whales are whales. <laughs> they're dolphins. And why are they called killers? Because they're black. Dolphins are racist. <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible. But no, um, it's not talking about dating and stuff and romance. I don't think romance is all dead yet. Like, um, you, you know, it's like their parents met. Does anyone know? Make some noise if you know your parents met. Yeah. See, some people are like, what? <laughs> some of you haven't come to terms that they had sex yet or anything like that. No. No, it, and it's weird. It, it's a, I suggest everyone, if you if you go home, your parents are still around, go home and ask your parents how they met. It's a really 
it's really that humanising thing. You realise they had a life before you. I mean, I've got older siblings, and I still don't believe they had a life before me, right? But, but no, and I asked my mum, because um, my dad, he, he passed away when I was eight, so I have to ask my mum. And it was hard growing up in a town like Harlow, white town, black boy, without my dad around. Um, mainly because everyone just assumed I didn't know who he was. <laughs> no, it was bad. I tell people, it's like, yeah, no. no they'd be like, oh, you know what it's like, Dan? Both of us, we don't know our dads. I was like, uh, um, no. <laughs> Me and you are in the same boat, mate. No, I, I know my dad. He just passed away. Really, Darren? <laughs> <laughs> like, you are Jamaican. Are you sure? Oh. Oh. Hey, that was the shit I grew up with, man. <laughs> Having to roll to school with death certificates. Told you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I asked my mum, I asked my mum, hey, how, how did you meet? And I found out they met uh, three years before they even got together and stuff. So um, my mum, my at the time, she was married, so she was like, no. Uh, my dad, uh, he was married, he was like, so? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no he, he was estranged from, from his wife. So um, he, he was like, hey, I like it, let's go out. And this kind of happened over three years. I like it, let's go out. She was like, no, I like it, let's go out. No, I like it, let's go out. No. Over three years. And in that time, uh, my mum became divorced, and then he asked again, and she was like, Do what? Yeah, and let's go out. And what that showed me the mantra of the true romantic is persistence beats resistance. <laughs> but that's also the mantra of a rapist. So chill out! <laughs> Relax that! Like, come on! Three years! Nah, no, come on, if this was now, I wouldn't exist. Real talk. <laughs> nah, no, I would be blocked up. You'd be blocked after three messages, innit? Like, you'd be in the WhatsApp group, just like, if this guy messaging me. Like, <laughs> and I have a date nowadays, like, I'm happy, like I said, I'm getting uh, married in a few months. So I don't have to date anymore, like, different people. And I, I hated dating. I hated it. was long, but I didn't hate it. Um, the politics of dating now, it's all mad, don't it? Like, who should pay on the first date? Um, I think a man should always pay on the first date, just think he's gentleman. I support women's rights, I support equal pay, all that good shit that you talk about. And I promise I was listening. But, <laughs> but I think a man should pay on the first date. You know, when I was single, I always paid on the first date. However, how I paid, none of your business. Don't <laughs> start looking at the bank card going, why is the name different from your name? <laughs> Nothing to do with you. <laughs> also, don't try to shame me for using vouchers either. <laughs> now, you're lucky I bothered to come out of the newspaper this time because, like, I was just waving the metro. Oh, hey! <laughs> you smiled, yeah? <laughs> yeah? Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday special. What? <laughs> yeah, no, no, we'd be sat down before seven. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, baby, it's all from that part of the menu. That's it. No, stop turning the page. This part, this part. <laughs> Women, please ask this question. Like, do you not just not understand special offers? You just choose. You're just like, fuck them off. No, it's annoying. Every guy single woman has been in this situation. You go to a bar for a specific reason. It's called that special offer. And you don't, you know what? And you think, let me give her a chance. Let's get the waiter to clarify the special offer. Mate, what's the deal today? Well, it's unlimited beer and unlimited wine. So, yeah, all you can drink for two hours. All right? Babe, do you hear that? So, do you know what you're picking? <laughs> so, what are you going to pick? 
it annoys me. You know, what happens all the time, man? What happens all the time. But no. But ladies, all, all, all we want for you to do if you're single on a date, what you have to do is just act like you're interested in the bill. That's it. Just act. When the, when the bill comes, just act like you're interested. You even bring some props along. <laughs> I know some of you ladies you already know what that shit is. Some of us man, we got snared by it. <laughs> the fake reach. Here it goes, the bill comes down. It's like, should we go halves? Why has he not said no yet? Oh my god. Why is he putting in the group chat? Oh my god. And as a gentleman, I would say no. We are not going halves. You're paying at least six percent. Special offer, you didn't listen to me at all. Like you're having three porn star martinis. No. I was, I was speaking to like, um, I like to hear about older couples as well, like grandparents and stuff. Like hearing my mates talk about their grandparents. Oh, my granddad and grandma, they've been married for 80 years and he's never cheated on her. <laughs> I think he just existed before Instagram. That's it. <laughs> no, back in the day, it's very easy to cheat. You just leave your house, go three miles down the road, change your name, whole new family. <laughs> you walk up at the funeral, and he's there, like the vicar's like, oh, we're here for the service of James. Like, James? I thought his name was Stanley. What's going on? And who are all these people? That's his real family. That's who they are. You're the side family. That's who you are. <laughs> and it's weird, like, times have changed as well, like... No, you ask someone, oh, how old's your grandma? She's 18. I was like, how long has she been like, uh, married for? It's like, man, like 70 years? It's like, <laughs> she got married at 10. It's like, oh, what? No, no, like, my granddad came back from the war and he was like 19. Oh, Jesus Christ, my granddad's paid for. <laughs> no, no, it's nuts. But no, I do, um, no, I, both my granddads, they died before I was born, right? So I, um, I kind of missed out on the whole kind of granddad thing. So I had, I had surrogate granddads. Um, they didn't know they were my surrogate granddads, I just picked them. <laughs> <laughs> the first one I picked was Trevor MacDonald. <laughs> Very respectable black man. I've uh, this one. Uh, got a bit desperate. Second one, um, I picked Uncle Ben's. <laughs> Entrepreneur. I'll be able to inherit some free rice. But then I was like, no, no, that's silly. I don't want him as a granddad. So then I picked Patrick Truman from his house. I'm not talking about the actor, I'm talking about the actual character. Oh, when he had that stroke, I was like, Mum, I'm going down to Watford, granddad's Mum, I'm seriously though, but. If you like, if you've got like granddads and stuff, um, I was just speaking to older men, and that it's, uh, it's it's interesting. Their stories are great. May not be factual, but they're great. And you, you can't you can't correct them either because they're old, they've lost their testosterone, a bit of memory. So the stories are all they have. Even if those stories are bullshit, you go along with them and you don't correct them. 
that's across all races, okay? But this particular story was my friend whose granddad's Jamaican. He's talking about when he was in the 50s and he got chased by racists. And he said to story, he's telling a story, he's like, I remember when I was walking down Oxford Street, Maternal the corner, and there were 10 teddy boy them. So they chased me. And we run all the way from Oxford Street to Leeds. I was like, what? Stories. Oh, granddad, sorry, please continue saying stories. Carry on. He's like, so after we're running from Oxford Street to Leeds, we felt just a little bit tired. Thank you, dear. So now I bet I have to defend myself now. So we turn around, we draw back. <laughs> We lit one. <laughs> Three of them dead. <laughs> 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 you look morbid, bro. What's that? What happened to the other seven? So, they chased them back down to London. <laughs> Well, no, um, bro, I do want to talk about um, I've been talking about black and stuff. I, I, I don't like uh, being called black. Now, uh, well, don't be seeing me. You didn't say I don't like being black. I know some of you is like, knew it. Who didn't like being black? No, it's not true. I told you, I'm level four. I can't be saying I don't like being black. <laughs> no, but I don't like being called black. And the reason I don't like being called black is because people are from a land mass. We're from a place, right? You're not just a colour. It's a weird thing for me. For example, I've got friends who were born here and their parents would be from Uganda, Kenya, Guyana, Trinidad, but they're still called Indian because their ancestors, their family are from somewhere. Same way I've got mates who are born here. Parents are from Hong Kong. They're still Chinese because they have an ethnicity. They're from somewhere. So it begs the question, where the fuck is black lad? <laughs> now, in your head, some of you people got the right answer, but some of you are going, is it racist or for Africa? No, it's not. That's the right answer. That's how we got in the world, that you've been associated with Africa. We think, oh, that's a bad thing. It's not. It's a good thing if you are from Africa. I'm, and I'm proud of my roots. Uh, my family, my ancestors from West Africa. Where about exactly? I don't know, I'm going to have to ask some very rich white people with <laughs> meticulous records of where my ancestors are from. I know, it's, sometimes it's awkward, I'll meet a white guy and his surname's Griffey, so we might be related. It's like, you don't want to claim that, mate. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. But then, we went uh, from West Africa to the Caribbean, and um, if you leave the story be told by certain people, they will say that my ancestors got an all-inclusive... Boat, free boat ride to the Caribbean. Oh, can't resist that, can you? One trip advisor review said, oh, bit cramped, chains changed a little. Two stars. But, um, got, to, got to the Caribbean, ended up being in Jamaica. 
and um, do you know what? After many years of being in Jamaica, had revolts, slave revolts, quashed, slave revolts, quashed, slave revolts, quashed, then got independence. Built their own civilization, built their own identity. And then for whatever reason, after two world wars in Britain, Britain made a call to the Commonwealth, to the Caribbean specifically, and said, hey, come over, we need you, we need your help. And I don't know why, my grandparents answered that call, and they came over to Britain to help me build this country. And here I am now, as a guy who's born here and from here. So I don't think that can all be reduced to a colour. Right? My people are from somewhere, they have a history, they've gone through a journey, and I'm here now. So I don't like being called a colour. I prefer to be called a British living African Caribbean. Which <laughs> I realise spells black. But listen! <laughs> <laughs> but like nigger, it's not the same, it's spelled different. So, hey people, I'm Darren Griffiths, cheers.